0: Thank you. Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick?
1: Welcome
2: to Fireside.
0: First off, welcome to Fireside. Fireside. When we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. stay tuned, man. He's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even the superhero fight level we
2: usually lose. So popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my horsepower, you. With features, neither missing by a week, you can pinch us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Common facts and wise
0: crack. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside
2: Chats. B-Q. B-Q. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Mr. Mauer, and with me, as always, is my dynamic duo of nerd knowledge. First, we got the historian of hip hop, the dealer of plastic
1: crack, the mighty Moshko. They call me Superman. I'm here to rescue you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and making his
1: triumphant
2: return, we've got the authority of the Autobots, the big kid collector of small superheroes, Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going, what's going on? on? There, we, there we go. What's going on? I
0: said, what's going on? Wait, wait, is, it, on? is this toying around?
1: <laughs> well, you know, it might just be. It's a little reunion we're having here tonight. <laughs> this
2: is a reunion show. Uh, Menti was unable to come to the studio, even though it's in his basement and through uh, a webcam, <laughs> but he couldn't make it tonight. Uh, so I decided to put the band back together. And uh, we are here. It is Wednesday, and we know what that means, right?
0: The news we that do. is new.
2: We talk about those comic-related current events or comic-related current events. Damn, we're good. Faster. Uh, So we do. uh, (laughs) We do have a bunch of news to get through. So we're going to get right into this. We got things like the Superman show on CW. It was
1: good. Really good. Really good. Really really good. (laughs) We have a new Superman movie in the works.
0: All right.
2: And the good old Deadpool turns thirty. Let's kick it off in honor of Menti by talking about Deadpool turning 30, which Menti has turned twice now, because he's an old man. Twice? Yeah, he's like 60. (laughs) Uh, What do we got uh, with Deadpool turning 30? Because the Black, White, and Blood series sounds pretty damn cool to me.
0: Uh, Yeah, we got the Deadpool uh, Black, White, and Blood, which is the same thing that they did with Wolverine not too long ago. Uh, so same, that's same where time. it's
2: the only color is red in the whole thing, right?
0: Correct. It's, uh, the, all the pages are black and white and red is, uh, the only, only color at it all the blood. Uh, so we got Deadpool. Uh, it's going to be done in this format again, uh, with all star creators and, uh, presenting stories that will feature the kind of chaos and violence that
2: Wade Wilson loves. I mean, you can't get much more Deadpool than that, right? Yeah. So, and uh, they announced it during the Deadpool's Nerdy Thirty. Which, why didn't somebody think of that when we each turned thirty? The Nerdy Thirty, like that would have been a party to throw, right? Absolutely.
1: Um, well, I'm it's just happy anyway.
2: Yeah. Right. When I turn thirty, <laughs> throw me this party. Uh, I like that we're getting Rob Lightfield back to do a variant cover, um, and he's also going to be doing a podcast chronicling the creation of Deadpool. Now, uh, I wonder if he's going to have his Fabian Nyssesia on there to tell him how much he hates Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, But, yeah, so Deadpool, I can't believe he's 30 years old. I know, right? Like, you still consider Deadpool a new character, right?
1: Uh, I think the... I don't necessarily think of him as new. I just think now he's popular. It wasn't really a big thing 25 years ago, but now big difference. All
2: right. I can I see that. Yeah, it's,
1: he's just, you know,
2: I remember when, like, you can't remember when Superman started. You don't remember when Batman debuted. You know, Deadpool, I remember when he debuted, and I remembered when he got popular the first time, and so, like, having a character that we witnessed the start of now hitting 30 is weird.
1: No? Yeah. So, what else we got with Batman's second son, number one? Batman's second son, number one. I'll take this one. Why not? Right? right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, basically, uh, we're looking at uh, the origin. You know, we're we're trying to see what that is. So, I wish I read this one, because I didn't get a chance yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, you have this in your
2: possession. I didn't read this yet, but this is... Uh, the second son of Lucius Fox, not the one that we know, uh, the Tim Jace Fox, and he's the new Batman in, uh, future Future state. State. Is that future state?
1: Yeah. So I'm trying to stay up to date on this thing, but it's like every, you know, three days there's another issue of something out and it's, (laughs) yeah, it's a little difficult right now. Um, but yeah, it's a, you know, it's a strange son. Um, he's back in town. That's all we got. But the, yeah, you know, the this first issue is going to
2: chronicle his ta- uh, his past and right. he's got a background in Vietnam, mm-hmm. so he's going to have a more militant background for a Batman. So I think that's going to be a cool aspect for this character mm-hmm. um, taking that him being the estranged son. So almost like the anti Batman where Batman, everything he did was kind of in honor of his father to make his dad proud. I wonder what this is going to be like with him kind of being estranged and having a military background and then also taking on the mantle of the bat. So, and what's Lucius's other son's name that we thought it was going to be? Uh, Luke. So I wonder how it'll play in their relationship since Luke was close to Lucius. You know, Mm -hmm. we might see some, some sparks there, but this is a, a cool story um, I know I have it downloaded in Comicsology or pre-ordered. I just haven't gotten a chance to read it because, well, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> there, going on. There was right a lot. Uh, I'm watching so much TV right now. Right. Uh, there's so many good TV shows, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> baby Huey, the next piece of news I feel like you've been praying for, for most of your life at this point. Um, In Doctor Strange, spoiler alert, um, we get what could possibly be an undoing, if you will, of something that has divided fans about Spider-Man for the past few years. And what do we got?
0: So, for years now, thanks to um, uh, Mephisto, we had one more day. And one more day erased the entire marriage of uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. And for years now people have been wanting that marriage back
2: so why did it erase them to, for the people that are just now kind of hearing of this so, so what was the trade-off
0: the, the well in reality uh, marvel wanted peter to be single again okay uh so in the in the comics the story was that thanks to civil war peter unmasking himself uh, we had him in uh, black and back, uh, back in black when he wore his black costume. Everyone knew his secret identity. He uh, and I'm sorry uh, Aunt May got shot.
2: Yeah, so it was really save Aunt May's life undo everybody knowing who he is but in order to do that the great and powerful Mephisto told him the sacrifice that he had to make was he was going to undo the relationship that he built with Mary Jane.
0: Correct. And Peter actually said no, he was not going to do it. But then MJ turned around and basically said yes. So the marriage was undone. MJ was saved. Or I'm sorry, Aunt May was saved, yada, yada, yada. But for years now, people have been wanting that marriage back. And in the comics currently, they are dating again. So that's good. But (laughs) in the re. In the recent storyline, uh, Peter's been going up against Kindred, which we now know is Harry Osborne. And Doctor Strange has come along to help Peter fight Kindred. They went onto the astro plane to help fight Kindred. And Doctor Strange, along with the Order, they noticed that something was missing from Peter's soul in the astro plane. So basically, uh, when they finished everything, Doctor Strange still wasn't feeling right with what he saw in the astro plane he went to mephisto and asks him basically what's what's going on with peter so, so this hope- would
2: be the first person other than peter to know that something's going on with the whole world's perception and history of what's happened correct
0: so yeah doctor strange knows something's wrong and he wants to help fix it so we might finally get this undone you know, kind of like how DC's doing right now. Everyone's getting their memories back from the multi, all the uh, different timelines and stuff. We might get right. Peter with his memories back as well.
2: All right, let's move on to some last Ronin news. Um so Spoiler good. alert. So basically, spoiler alert for a lot of the news that we have this week. It's going to be a very spoiler-heavy news issue. So if you don't like spoilers... um Maybe keep that pause button or fast forward button <laughs> handy, because we might be getting this. So we're going about to talk about Lo- uh, Last Ronin and uh, what's going on with that. So, Mosko have you uh, looked into this yet? Are you up to date?
1: I'm, I'm the TV movie guy. That, that's my thing. Um, but all right, so hold on. It, it basically we find hold out on. that what? You not got so it so fast? I'm inspired though to get into some of these things. I've never really been a Turtles fan. I mean, like I, you know, Can watched you kick, the cartoon when I was young, but the comic. Kick him off the call right now. Never, never really.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, so never this comic's me. good. So this is my favorite comic version of the Turtles, uh, because I feel like this comic version is as close to uh, a hybrid of everything that has happened to the past Turtles and all the different versions of them. But also, it gives me that same kind of feel that the 2003 Turtles gave me, where they're a little darker, they're a little bit more edgy, but they still have some fun moments in it that give you some levity. So it's a very good balance of anybody that likes any of the Turtles to kind of watch. Um, Now, this story is in the future. It's a very nihilistic, bad, (laughs) uh, dark, depressing story. But it's a question that everybody's always had in their head. like. What would happen? Who of the turtles would survive if all hell breaks loose? So we've already talked about uh, uh, the other issues. What's going on in this latest issue? If Machiko knows,
1: well, Michelangelo isn't very happy um, that he wasn't able to kill uh, what's what's the name? Or uh, Oroku. Oroku 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 isn't that Oroku. like a TV thing? Roku? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, he uh, you know him in April who also survived um, are pretty beat up um, from some of the panels that I was able to see. (laughs) April's really beat up. (laughs) She, she, yeah, yeah. She's not looking so great. Um, But basically, uh, you know, Mikey, he admits that he isn't sure, you know, really what happened, although he got his rear end kicked in, um, but he survived. Yeah. Which is something like, I guess the beating and everything that he actually took really, you know, when he was younger, it would have, killed him really but he survived so now there's this idea that he has some type of new uh power potentially
2: yeah it could be his next mutation which mm-hmm. is a bad two words to put together when you're talking about the turtles
1: mm, we don't talk about that <laughs> um but can, can mikey's you, can you rhyme it i'm, I'm not familiar here this is, we, is
2: no. Because nope. then a female pops out and no one wants to talk about her. And Venus is... Oh, I no, said the name. Nope. Nope. We have to weird. run around backwards three times outside um, <laughs> just to undo it. And then they um, met the Power Rangers.
0: It's it's just bad.
2: That's the only good part though, when they met the Power Rangers.
1: Yeah, but Venus is kind of like a Power Ranger. like a Beetlejuice Candyman kind of thing? Yeah, don't say it too many times. <laughs> if you say
2: next mutation there, I said it twice, we can't say it again or you've got to watch the whole season of it and You'll want to your eyes out.
1: I'm gonna. I have to look into this now. No, <laughs> oh, it's bad. No, no idea what no. you're talking about.
2: It is. Imagine the Ninja Turtles that came to your cities on that weird tour that everybody l- went to. <laughs> that I might have the imagine figures were. <laughs> imagine that being a TV show that was written by the same people that kind of wrote Ninja uh, Power Rangers. So that high quality of <laughs> television entertainment. <laughs> And the high quality of a touring Ninja Turtles costume combined for a Saturday morning Turtles TV show.
1: Yeah. There, there might be only one more thing that would take it over the top. What's and that? What that is that a new song by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> True. Call me crazy.
2: Uh, all right. Baby Huey, can you please get me up to date on all this future state <laughs> shit? There's a lot is <laughs> so <laughs> when they talked about it, it sounded like it was going to be this lighthearted. We've got a couple issues here. Mm. It's going to be there. You know, it's going to be real easy just to kind of grab these couple and
1: just read this little mini story <laughs> the mini story that spans every single character in Gotham and yeah, it, beyond. <laughs> it's a lot. So what's
2: our first uh, major cosmic force coming into future state that you can break down for me?
0: All right, so we have Tempest Fuganet, Fuganot, Fug- Fuganot, Fuganot. Yeah. So ba- basically, Tem- yeah. Tempest himself was introduced uh, with the Flash Forward story when Wally was running through the multiverse uh, during right before during Dark Knight's Metal. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he, his his job is that he is the uh, cosmic force that he's been tasked with. Uh, Making sure the dark multiverse doesn't spread across the entire universe. The entire multiverse. Anyway, so in future state in the 853rd century, so we're going way into the future.
2: the 853rd century is where we're at. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Tempest had a run in. Wait, do we get flying cars yet? I don't know. (laughs) You just (laughs) move through you phase
1: to the next place Sorry. that you need to be.
0: Well, we definitely had something moved through something. Uh, Black <laughs> Adam was flying through space and basically cut Tempest in half. He ran, right th- he ran right through him. And up until this point, no one knew if Tempest's powers were, you know, if he could be killed, if he could not be killed or what. So Black Adam cuts yep. him in half and Tempest is now two individuals.
2: And at this point, Black Adam is like using the last source of all magic. He is the most powerful being out there. Like, he is the Omega of magic. He's the end all be all. State. Basically. Um, so now we have two Tempests.
0: We got two. And unfortunately, since this was future state we don't know the state of tempest and what's going to happen with these two versions of himself
2: wait are we getting another issue of this storyline or is this the last issue of this that is story? It.
0: this is it's all done
2: all right so here's what i think's happening <laughs> and i don't know if you remember when we talked about this when we announced future state i'm doing the hand thing now because we have the video going um <laughs> I think this might be an annual event. I think future state is going to be something they use as a filler, maybe after the holiday season each year, but they're laying these storylines out where they could be a few complete storylines, but they're going to leave little pieces and see which stories that people are kind of drawn to. And then when they, you know, revisit it, they can then go, Oh, you really want to know what happened? Tempest. Here's a Tempest storyline and come back to it. Um, or they might do it ongoing, but I have a feeling this would be something that's better like seasonally or a fill-in or we're, we know we're about to launch this big storyline that we have to get prepared for. Let's mm-hmm. give everybody a break, have this B team of writers work on this non-related thing and have everybody work on that.
0: True. Um, and the, w- the way this story kind of ended was that uh, Black Adam crashed into the Rock of Eternity and sent it spiraling through the multiverse... And it landed in current day, so oh. yeah. So we might get a re- resolution to this story in the coming months in the
2: main comics. Yes. All right, or, and we
0: or, also may not.
2: We also got to see who the future states Red X is.
1: Potentially, possibly that dorky just, looking character. Right. We just know it's a young it's guy a with dorky dark hair. character. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> um so who do we think it is
2: from seeing a young man with dark hair which could be anybody in the future
1: so the the rumor out there right now is it's uh potentially Damian wayne i would love that um there's the other part of it is um with the new character coming out uh, clown hunter it could potentially be clown hunter in the f- future or no in the past in the past in the future that's the problem with future state. It's like it's in the future. And but it's also in things. the future, future.
2: And it's in the future, future, future.
1: Or it could right. be in the future's past, which is still our future. Or uh-huh. on
2: another planet. But if you go to the past, your current future now becomes your current past. <laughs> but when will now So changing then? <laughs> your new future doesn't affect your existing past. But when will then be now? Then.
1: Soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, um, let's move on to TV and Ow. we're right. about we're about to wrap up with WandaVision. So it's Wednesday, so in two days you're going to have a disappointing end to WandaVision. I'm calling it now. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in our recap show, which will go up because we have audio figured out for this. Um, so you can <laughs> listen Friday for episode 8 recap that will lead right into the final. Um, so look forward to that, but we have some... Reviews, if you will, of people that saw the new Bucky Cap show because that's what I'm calling it. Because I think we are going to get to see one scene of Bucky Cap. I'm <sighs> laying my cards on the table. Mike Drop Mauer is calling. Just
1: remember, it. you have to know <sighs> when to hold them and know when to fold them. And I think I think we're going to see, see a scene of Bucky Cap. Um, but
2: Falcon and the Winter Soldier action scenes are being praised across the board. Nice. Um, They've got flying sequences. They have, you know, their equivalent of a hallway scene. But people are saying this is movie quality fight scenes for this show. Um, Now, that's good to know because in WandaVision, we really haven't had that movie quality fight scene because it's been more of a dramedy, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, the budget was okay. Like there were special effects, but there wasn't a whole lot of like, we need this wire and we need to have this core. Like it was still yeah, a pretty was, small production.
1: But wasn't it still the most expensive, uh, production they've done so far? Even yes. trumping, uh, Falcon winter soldier. Because I not uh, see what the budget was for that.
2: But I think that was more because of the CGI on it because <laughs> mm-hmm. Marvel has I to put it. CGI on every inch of. Every we'll, screen, well,
0: vision CGI the, the face every time he's in makeup, basically.
2: Yep. So um, I'm excited for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I'm not a huge Falcon camp uh, fan, mm-hmm. um, just because I think the character's boring. Now he is cooler in the MCU mm-hmm. than he is in the comics. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, M- the MCU has made that character more likable, and I think that was the movie Winter Soldier really sold his core character that made you care about him more which I don't think they really nail in the comics that well uh, but we'll see
0: I just love when he l- ever, whenever he wraps a scene it's cut the check every time he he's done
2: <laughs> every time <laughs> every if time. you watch any any of the blooper reels it's cut the check, cut the cut check. The check. he even says it in interviews like <laughs> Anthony Mackey. all right Let's talk about CW's Superman and Lois.
0: I'm excited, ecstatic, happy, everything.
2: First, we know I'm a <laughs> Superman fan, right? You know.
0: Not like you have a tattoo on your leg or anything.
2: Yeah. Um I haven't been happy with Superman's Henry Cavill up until the
1: Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that before. Did you just coin that phrase? Because I... Yeah,
0: I haven't heard that either.
1: I don't know. You never know what... But, like, <laughs> the scenes
2: they're getting rid of, to me, were the best scenes giving us a true Superman in the DCEU. You know, the scene of him carrying the building while Flash pushes the car with a few people. Like, the, him basically going, no, I'm going to go save people. You guys go fight. Like, to me, that's Superman. This goddamn show, within minutes, made me feel like I was seeing Superman on screen. And I don't even like the guy that's playing him. He, I think he's got a weird look to him. Like, But he was able to get me past all of that. Because he really... Whether it was the writing or the way they shot it or their homages to the costumes were there. But he made me feel like it was Superman. Like, and spoiler alert, I guess. Like, when he is going to the first nuclear power plant and, like, you see him kick up the speed, or when he's falling to Earth, and he hears Lois, Uh like, those few scenes just made me go, wow, like, that's the Superman. And it seems like everybody felt the same way, because one episode in, and they renewed it for a second season.
1: That was our next story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my, uh, my take, so... I've been dying for some type of DC show to watch. Um, I attempted to watch Arrow and all of the wonderful things that came from that universe over the last what ten years. Couldn't get into it. Could not get into it. But from again, like you said, the first scene, like I was, I was just into it. The fact that number one, there's a lot of callbacks to Smallville. I'm on record saying. I like Smallville. We could debate it one of these days.
2: Thank is there a callback to you. Smallville, or is there just callbacks to Superman when he was younger?
1: There is, but because of my personal familiarity with Smallville and how much I liked that show, there, there's I one character you went to. It. Yeah, uh, there's
0: what? Well, Lana, and then the, the character she name dropped, Pete.
1: Yes. Yeah. And Pete is a was, creation from Smallville, so. The um the the interesting thing with Lana is, you know, obviously they weren't going to have Kristen Crook come back. I mean, there's no. you know probably some issues there, um, but I can't get past the fact like I see Lana and I say Sloan. like I can't yeah. get <laughs> uh, yeah
2: Emmanuel sharik is, is Sloane. Yes. For the Entourage fans, there she will always be Sloane. That's Correct. E's baby mama. That's E's wife. Um, and the <laughs> fact that she's playing Lana is is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, absolutely. I was excited for the show, and then I saw her being cast, and I was like, "All right, I'm watching this." And then I yelled at Baby Huey because he she, he forgot she was in it. I so forgot. His punishment. <laughs> his punishment is he had to go back and watch all of Entourage
1: again.
0: No, no, that's- no. <laughs> I was watching Entourage with <laughs> Regardless, not that's.
2: Yeah, it's not.
1: that's that's a once a year ordeal. For, well, for at least the two of us, I'm sure yeah. you moving forward, you'll be watching that series once a year.
2: Um, now, Lana wasn't created in Smallville; she was first appearance mm-hmm. in like 1950. I think it was like Superboy 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this show, if it, it felt good, it felt like Superman, and I loved the twins. Like at first, I was like, "This is stupid."
1: The, the yeah. dose of like reality and current, you know, uh, they're obviously going to be tackling, you know, mental disorders and, and, you know, things like that. And, you know, a lot of shows are doing that, but they kind of throw it in your face. This is like, it's part of the storyline, but it's not like the over... You know, we'll what see. I liked
2: about that, though, is they give you a basic line in the intro, like... Our son was hard to raise. He found out he was diagnosed with this. Mm -hmm. Move on. Yep. And then they just show it to you. They don't spend, they don't kid glove it. They don't, it doesn't feel like we're making a big point of this. It's just something we're dealing with, which the best shows, like if you're watching The Rookie right now, they're dealing with a lot of very now moments, but they're not being like, look, 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 they're, they're just living it. And kind of showing how life really is and it's, it's good so the fact that that happened and the fact that he was the one spoiler alert that got the powers if you will mm-hmm. is just going to be great. Um, and the, the kid can act it seems like. Yes. Um, and then the girl that's his like girlfriend in the making
0: Who has a boyfriend. Is she,
2: <laughs> is she from anything? Because she was pretty good.
1: I remember, you know, I looked that up and it, nothing came to mind, but I remember seeing her somewhere, which is what caused me to look, but I didn't, it wasn't anything uh, too important, but yeah, I was, lo- I,
0: I was looking her up during the show and she'd only been in a handful of things.
2: So I'm sure I saw her in some baby Huey. I'm you probably, she's probably one of those Disney shows that you watch or something, but she, she's good. Um, We promised you since we didn't have a Friday issue, we're going to be going a little long on this issue because we're halfway through the news and it's almost 30 minutes, so we're going to move on. We will definitely be talking Superman and Lois probably for a pretty long time. I think this is the new anchor. It's going to be the Superman-verse moving (laughs) forward. Um, But let's talk. uh, Modoc is going to get its premiere date. It's May 21st on Hulu. Um, and it's that weird kind of robot chicken esque type toy animation stop motion. So yeah. we'll see how that how that goes. And then Netflix did their first like teaser, if you will, of their show Jupiter's Legacy. Have you guys? Did you guys watch the? teaser for it at all
1: um i didn't i have not actually no i did i did actually see it um it's it's just uh, uh camera shot or shots of pictures you know with some music and in some yeah, other it's
2: things. it looks like the from the page to the screen is kind of the feel they were going for and uh, a quick synopsis is the first generation of superheroes they're getting old it's like Grandpa Superhero now. Um, and they want to turn everything over to the kids, but the kids are very anxious to prove their worth and like show their... So there's some clashing going on of, of how to handle things. Um, so we'll see what's going on. But it's got Josh Dumas, Leslie Bibb, Ben Daniels, Ian Quan, and it, it's got a ton of really... I'm sold um, Josh. ...big name. but you're going to be sold by this. The main villain, Tyler Main.
1: If you need a villain <laughs> or anything, he's your man.
2: Still to this date, the best looking Sabertooth on screen.
1: Yes. Hiram again. Bring him back.
2: So I'm excited for that show. and um, It is co-created by Mark Miller and uh, Frank Whiteley. So it's going to be in that Millerverse. It's
1: yes. Millar. Millar.
0: Uh, just getting Millar. back to the, to the uh, Superman thing uh the the girl plays the the love interest she was in that show uh, 13 reasons why Oh and uh, it was a show that who watched?
1: I did. I did. I watched it. Yep. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> well the fir- the first season was really good. So, I just yes. I it was like
2: eh. <laughs> I just figured she was a young teenage actress and baby Huey tends to watch the the little kid shows. This is fine. Thir- 13 reasons why is not a little kid show. No, like no. All right. Um, AMC Network gets 6 million streaming to watch the end of The Walking Dead. Who cares? Moving on.
1: It's a good episode, but moving on. (laughs) I
2: really don't give a flying beep about that show.
1: You get one. Kind of like this next movie.
2: (sighs) So glad that Minty's not on this episode, because listen, this uh, Snyder cut of the Justice League. It just looks like a self stroking, egotistical nobody can tell me no now because look at this petition of people saying they want to see what I want. So he released that Mother Box Origins clip. Dumb. All right. Yes, it's his vision. And I'm sure, like, if he were to make this kind of separate from a different unit, like its own thing, and they're dealing with the multiverse, it would have its place. But. the revisionist history that we're going through right now is everybody seems to forget that they bashed every DC movie that he's made and his movies are bloated. They have to be three to four hours just for his stories to make some sort of sense. So we're getting more and more of his, you know, cut. He talked about, he doesn't want you to watch it in one sitting, but the logistics for pay is the reason why they made it one thing but they're putting chapter markers in there because it's six different chapters and, you know, Jeez. you should look at them and stop. Like it's Even his release is now convoluted of a convoluted story. Um, he's taking all the joy out of the movie. And he talked about the black costume wasn't really a black costume. He fought to get the black costume in there and basically they digitally figured out a way that they could just apply a filter to Henry Cavill's costume at any point. To make it a black costume.
1: Kind All of right. like they're applying a filter to the entire movie now? Yeah, of just blackness. <laughs> like, it's just so dark.
2: Moving on. Just, yeah. That's it. Um, staying in the DCEU, we're getting more of that EU in films coming out. So we just got that there's going to be a standalone Superman movie that we've been asking for for years. And we got so excited for it, but this isn't the Superman movie that we thought we were going to get next. It's been eight years since a solo Superman movie. And it looks like the next one we're getting is going to be written by Tanahisi Coates. And it's going to be a new uh, Superman film. And it looks like it's going to be the Superman from earth two, which was a Superman of African-American descent. And if you don't know who Mr. Coates is, he's written for black Panther and Captain America and the Marvel comics. Um, this sounds like it's going to be really, really cool. Um, and who is, it's uh what you call a bad robot JJ Abrams is producing. So okay. I don't like him touching anything because he's like your knockoff Christopher Nolan. <laughs> he's that like, I'm going to be smart. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put these twists in it. It's like he took all the bad things from, uh, Who's the Sixth Sense guy? Shum- M. Night Shyamalan. We so took the bad parts of M. Night Shyamalan while trying to be, you know, Christopher Nolan, and that's who you get when he produces things. So we'll see what's happened. Uh, on the other Superman front, I'm going to touch on this and go. We're not going to spend much time. There is a movement going on right now. Fire Henry Cavill. Just because he happened to date somebody in 2013 who was recently fired from The Mandalorian, moving on.
1: Dumb. <laughs> was it fire or rehire?
2: It's fire, Henry Cavill.
1: Is it fire, Henry? Yes. yes, it is. All right.
2: So there's. <laughs> uh, last time I checked, there was 13,000 13, people behind this so far. Hmm. Um, speaking of firing people. I'm, looking at, I'm going to look at the camera. I want you right
1: now, the Hold listeners. On. I don't know if we should do this over the, the video. Is it time? Like, well, right, keep going. I'm still going to be here next week, right?
2: You, trust me. It's, okay. I'm not going to fire you. Okay. If you are looking at a news source and it's a reliable news source, I need you to check something. Who is their source? <laughs> And then when you get to their source, look who their source is, because there are so many goddamn news sources right now where the main source of this information is we got this freaking covered and it's not real news. So no, Amber Heard wasn't fired. Moving on. (laughs) Um, We're going to have another new movie. We got Angel Manuel um, who is sorry, Angel Manuel Soto is going to be directing the new Blue Beetle movie. And this blue beetle is the third blue beetle. Uh... It's Ted Cord, the other dude, and then this dude, right? I think the other dude, Ted Cord.
0: Yeah, it's it's Jaime Reyes. I believe
2: he is the third. Um, and Jaime's the one from the cartoons that had the scarab that like attached himself to his back, kind of like Witchblade.
0: Yeah, if you want to check out Jaime, watch season two of Young Justice.
2: Um and if you haven't read or watched Witchblade, that's a also a really cool character uh where uh Michael Turner it kind of reacts to what's around it. So in the cartoon I remember seeing like somebody attacks him, he doesn't know how to use the scarab, but the scarab kind of reacts or uh, who was pissing him off and like it just starts trying to shoot at them. Like <laughs> he's got it's a living organism that kind of attaches to protect him. Uh but the director I had said, it's an honor to direct Blue Beetle, the first Latino superhero film for DC. I want to sincerely thank everyone at Warner Brothers and DC for trusting me to bring Jaime uh, Reyes to life. I can't wait to make history together. Um, And Soto directed Charm City Kings, which was huge at Sundance last year and a few other movies. So they're getting a big name director who has roots in the community that Jaime comes from. To give weight and meaning to this character, and it's a fun character. I got to admit.
0: Yeah, uh, Jaime is the third Blue Beetle. Just to confirm that.
2: All right, we got some groovy news, guys. Groovy. <laughs> I put this
1: in just for you. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. Out of the Elderly king, baby. Um.
2: <laughs> so if you don't follow this gentleman on Twitter, Instagram, or social media at all, you need to. Bruce Campbell kills it. Anytime he posts something, but this latest post (laughs) latest post is a little bit of a mystery. Oh, it is. Oh, um, he, he put blast working on in a certain city with a certain director on a certain movie with a certain actor. It sure was. Um, and he said like, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. So he was filming a movie in London Who is the certain actor that he might be uh, filming with? Uh, Tom Holland, maybe? Who's the director? Sam Raimi, maybe? What's the film? Spider-Man, maybe? What's the role? Mysterio. He was supposed to be Mysterio (laughs) in the first uh, movies with Sam Raimi? Oh, right, because it was a... Yeah. How awesome would it be that with the, (laughs) the MCU Mysterio being dead... The multiverse happens. This Mysterio comes in and then just stays. And you get the more goofy hair standing up like the goofier Mysterio, but with Bruce freaking Campbell, like it'd be awesome. That would be a dream coming true. All right. No more uh, R-rated movies, not even Blade for MCU. Uh, Shang-Chi. Spoiler alert. Who spoiled this for us? Lego did it again. Those mother beepers. They do every time. Every time. Yeah, Lego's the freaking worst. Um, but we got the first look on the back of a Lego pack that looks like Fing Feng Foom is on it. Yeah, but he's white and red, gi- not green. Who knows? But a giant oh. dragon. Um, and we see the equivalent of if you made the Vision costume, a red gi. And that's what Shang-Chi's okay. costume looks like. It looks like the same kind of material that like Vision and the coming Friday Wanda costume. It's that kind of like mesh, sporty kind of costume.
0: If, actually, it, if you look at Superman's costume, the Superman and Supergirl, how that had that little bit of stuff in there, that's yeah. kind of what it looked like.
2: But if you look at the bottom, there's a character mentioned there and it's a character that we were disappointed that we've seen but didn't see already. So spoiler. we s- spoiler
1: spoiler spoiler.
2: <laughs> <laughs> didn't I say spoiler alert already?
1: Saying it again, you never know. All right.
2: So we have a character by the name of Wenwu, who may be the main villain of this movie. Now, anybody know who Wenwu is? I have no idea. No idea? The Mandarin. The Mandarin. <laughs> the real Mandarin, not Ben, not Kingsley, ben Kingsley. Which I'm going on record again to say that I love Trevor and I loved that switch of the Mandarin. And I especially loved when he was in prison and the Ten Rings came and got him for impersonating the Mandarin. (laughs) Like, I feel that by them doing that, it made the Mandarin almost more powerful because he was a mystery that people didn't know if he existed or didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, it just adds to the character. Uh, But it looks like we're going to be getting him um, and Tony Leung is going to be the one playing him who this could be just great and the Mandarin has been a bad guy throughout uh, Marvel Comics for a very long time so it looks like they're going to give him a non caricature update to go with modern times
0: only downside is we won't see the Mandarin fight Iron Man
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) never say never never say never as as
0: rdj just said never say never
2: yeah i have a feeling we're gonna get iron man in some way shape or form back for the man
0: because because you know comics
2: i think it might be a flashback scene but i think eventually we're gonna get him um sony confirms the name spider-man no way home in the coolest video ever that was awesome yeah um (laughs) because we got those different (laughs) titles from the different characters and (laughs) they show the video tom holland coming out he goes yeah another fake name why are they not giving them? They're like, well, you basically spoil everything. He's like, name one thing I spoiled. And as they <laughs> do it, they walk by a whiteboard that has like the names uh, circled in and a whole bunch of other names that are just as funny in it. Um, but it's no way home. It's confirmed, and they stuck with that home thing for the trilogy. This is also the last Spider-Man movie he's under contract for.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But the contract for Spider-Man and Marvel is much longer. So this is just the standard thing. They gave him a contract to start. He's excited to go skiing because with his current contract, he's not allowed to do anything that might risk injury. So he'll probably go skiing and do a few things that he's been putting off and then sign a new contract. Um, And lastly, I wanted to end on this. We now know who Matt Damon is playing in Thor um, Love and Thunder. Matt Damon is going back to play the same role he played in the other Thor movie, because <laughs> with seeing set photos of Melissa McCarthy on set, it looks like we get another play in this movie. That this time, sh- Miss, Miss Melissa McCarthy is playing Hella.
1: Okay. so yeah. <laughs> You saw my thunder on uh, that one, because I was wow. going to bring that up, because it wasn't on the list here. You see how I buried the
2: lead on that one?
1: Mm, mm. Yeah, thanks. You see how I brought up Love and Thunder?
2: Oh, uh, hopefully this movie's good. <laughs>
1: right? Uh, <laughs> unlike your your thoughts on Ragnarok, right? Yeah, Ragnarok freaking sucked. Ragnarok was awesome.
2: No, what was cool about Ragnarok? The end scene, when it's the, the scene end, ha- and the second scene. So, like when he's fighting, he's cool. When they have him talk and repeat like the same jokes over and over again, which kind of is what I'm feeling about this. Like they already did this gag, they did the play. The fact that they're going back to the same well makes me feel like they're just going to read, they're doing Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to boo some dumb jokes. People laughed at them once, they'll laugh at them again. <laughs> so um, hopefully after this, they get Chris Hemsworth on a contract just for appearances and he can show up in the big movies, come down be a badass, and then leave. that's yeah. all you need with Thor. hmm But on that note, Mauer, do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find the show on Welcome to Fireside pretty much everywhere except for Twitter where we're Fireside Crew. Again, we just started uploading our shows to YouTube, so we really do need you to like, subscribe, comment, share, anything you do to help that. Uh, the more that happens there, the more we'll put there. And the more money and time we'll invest to video stuff. It is a whole other world, so thank you for dealing with the growing pains that we're going through right now. We kind of were bored in the middle of this pandemic and just pressed the button to say, yes, let's do it. And now we're going to (laughs) work it out, but we appreciate all the support we've gotten so far. We've got a few more big announcements up our sleeve. that will be coming shortly. Um, But as always, I am Mr. Maurer.
1: I'm uh, Moshko I won't plug anything this show I'll do that on Friday
2: <laughs> and I'm the Huey
1: <laughs> welcome back baby Huey don't forget to
2: check us out on iheart.com if you go to a welcome to we have a link for all of our podcasting sources and Moshko will get us the link tree in this post deuces <laughs>